With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. W-T-L-H T-L. I think we got a show. Oh, yeah, we got a show. W-T-L. Welcome back, everybody, to W-T-L. Where's the line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by... Gibran. <laughs> the Parley Pounder. You got it. We're back. We're back, and we are back in a very, very big way. Yes. Kickoff is finally here for the NFL season. <laughs> uh, started with week one, college. We did pretty good, pretty yeah, good. We'll get into some bad. hits and misses a little later on here. Yeah. The old skurs covered, <laughs> but left that empty yeah. feeling in everyone's gut. Um, but this is the first official weekend of NFL football, and we got a full slate Thursday yeah. all the way through Monday night. Yep. So let's just start right there. Let's do it. Thursday night. The NFL does this right, don't they? Yeah, they do. They're just starting guns a-blazing here. Put the poster boy, first game, put him out there. Uh, defending champs, Super Bowl champs, Kansas City Chiefs. They are a four-and-a-half-point favorite over the Detroit Lions. That is Thursday night, 7-20 is your kickoff from Arrowhead. The Chiefs, ooh, that looks like they opened up at a six-and-a-half-point yeah. favorite. That line has moved all the way down to a four-and-a-half-point favorite. So many people are high on Detroit. I'm like, Guys, aren't they Detroit? Yeah. But anyhow, I I, I want to hear your thoughts on it uh, because you this is kind of surprising to me. The Lions under Dan Campbell, mm-hmm. they are twenty three and eleven against the spread. Yeah. Under his tenure, that's tied for best in the league yeah. during that time span. Tied with the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. The the thing, <laughs> the, the the glaring stat to me that it. Andy is the reason that that's so good is that there has been so wide of spreads for the right. Detroit Lions yeah, yeah. since Dan Campbell took over. They used to have some big lines, especially right when he started, yeah. of 17, 14 points. Stuff you don't really see in the NFL mm-hmm. because you can really clamp down on people. Yeah. Um, you know, the reason this is so close, Andy, well, there's two reasons. Detroit was hot in the second half of the season last year, Yeah. but uh, Travis Kelsey is... Questionable, right? Yeah, yeah. And Chris Jones, the best defender on the field, is really in a in a lockout kind of situation where he mm-hmm. wants more money. Yep. Chiefs aren't willing to pay him right now, yeah. so th- that's the reason that this isn't as inflated as it should be. It should be over a touchdown, even without those two players. I think Kansas City still gets this done by seven. Uh, I, I I just really like Andy Reid at home, Patrick Mahomes at home. I think yeah. he has enough weapons besides Kelsey that this happens even against uh, a really good defensive team like the Detroit Lions. Yeah, that money line's at a plus 205 for the Lions right now. That yeah. uh, total sitting at 51 and a half. I might have moved up to 53, yeah. you know, depending where you're looking, shopping around, of yeah, course. Yeah. 
Um, I, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. Even with Travis Kelsey, questionable, dinged up here, uh, hyperextended knee, right? Yeah, that's what he's saying. And they're kind of mum about it, a little quiet about it. That's uh, to be expected. Um, it, we've, we've already been through this, right, where the Chiefs, oh, there's going to be a different offense without Tariq Hill. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, they're still going to figure out a way to put 40 on you no night doubt. in and night out. So I, I think that over is looking pretty good, especially <clears> if I want to buy any stock. And I am in the Lions. They're, I like their tight end. I think their running backs um, I've shown some promise. Yeah. I've drafted in fantasy. Jameer Gibbs, baby. There Jameer Gibbs, there. David Montgomery. They got a couple good ones. Amon Ross St. Brown's a top tier wide receiver. They got good pieces. Yeah, yeah. These are the world champions we're talking about. We are talking about the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. We're talking about Patrick Mahomes, the best player in the NFL. I don't think Travis Kelsey is going to leave him out there to dry, especially okay. with the bright lights arrowhead. So I think he will be out there. I like the Chiefs. Uh, give me the four and a half points. I, I think it's great. I, I, I think they beat him by a touchdown, maybe 10 points. You know, the past two reigning champions are 0 and 2 ATS in week one. Against the spread. Okay. And, and, and uh, that could the, happen to me. It's not the Chiefs versus Detroit, though. Is that what you're saying? It's usually not the Chiefs versus Detroit. But I do got a uh, prop I want to throw out here, Andy. Okay, let's do Isaiah it. Pacheco, anytime touchdown score, plus 135 right now. Hmm. I really think this guy gets in the end zone. The Chiefs always seem to be there around that goal line yeah. situation. And Reed it, likes to use his running backs. And he does. And yeah. it's going to be, uh, it doesn't matter if he passes or catches it, in this scenario, plus 135, Isaiah Pacheco to score a touchdown. I like that. Anytime, anyway, touchdown. Anyway, anytime. All right. Check your book for that prop. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to a Sunday afternoon game. Yeah. That is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings are a six-point favorite where I'm looking. The line is really <clears throat> staying steady. Opened at six, and it's yeah. sitting right there. Pretty much consensus across the board. I think this is probably where it needs to be. I mean, early in the season, nobody wants to get too spicy on you know big mm-hmm. lines and mm-hmm. stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But I like the look of the Minnesota you know chemistry a lot better than I do yeah. on the other side. So yeah. I really do think Minnesota is going to be able to pull this one off by at least a touchdown. It's far from a guarantee, but mm-hmm. they have a very cohesive unit, especially on offense. You're sitting there with Justin Jefferson. You're sitting there with uh, Kirk Cousins and T.J. Hawkinson, one of the best you know trifectas at those positions right. in the NFL. I re- I really think they can do this uh, in. You know, I, I think they can cover the spread in this one. You know, the, a lot of people are down on Baker Mayfield. Yeah, um, I think he's, I think he's solid. He's fine. I, you know, he's fine. Um, but I think Kurt is is a step above him. I think oh, Cousins yeah. is a step above him. Uh, and Tampa Bay last year. Zero and four against the spread as underdogs last season, yeah. and they also ended the season on an zero and six against the spread in their last six road games last season. Do and who I was really... their quarterback last year? Hmm, who was that guy? Is was he better than Baker? I I don't know. We'll have to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the greatest of all time. <laughs> Just the greatest of all time. And for all the Vikings haters out there, yeah, you can't talk about them at home and against the spread. They were eight and two against the spread at home last year. Obviously, that Dallas game. A lot of people were watching that yeah. late in the season, and Dallas just blew them out of the water. Yeah. I think that gave it really put a damper on their season. That it really one, did. That one, game that one game in prime time, and then everyone could just say, See, Kirk See Cousins, this is what we're talking Kirk about. Cousins in prime time. Told it, you. Told you. It, even if you're scared about the spread or whatever, that minus 245, Andy, mm-hmm. I know that's a little inflated, but that's still a good parlay piece. You know the Vikings are going to win at home. Yeah. You know you're going you're gonna to have those guys. So even if you're scared of the six points, I like the minus 245 in a parlay if that's what you want to do. Yeah, that, that money line, work that into a parlay. What about that total? 
total, 45 and a half. This is just like the point spread where there's not a lot of movement there. There's there's not. I would I would lean on the over just because I think the Vikings mm. are going to score a lot of points. Okay. I just don't know enough about the Bucks in their offensive scheme with Baker to see if they're really going to be able to open it up passing-wise against them yeah. because I, I really I don't, know. don't know about their running game right now. I don't. Well, and the same can be said for uh, Minnesota exactly. losing uh, Dalvin Cook. You know, uh, and for everybody saying the running back is undervalued, well, the NFL uses the heck out of them. That's why they get shipped <laughs> out so fast. That is exactly and, right, Andy. And and I hope Minnesota's new guy, Matheson, he's the projected Alexander starter. Alexander Matheson, yep. yep. He's a projected starter, and we've seen good things from him for over sure. the last couple of seasons. So I, I that once again, I feel like Minnesota's on a little bit more solid footing yeah. uh, than Tampa Bay heading into week one, and it's at U.S. Bank. Stadium, beautiful stadium there in Minneapolis. One of the best. Been there a couple times, had a lot of fun up there. Yeah. Uh, do you want an anytime touchdown scoring on this that has plus money? I'll take a player prop if you got it. It's uh, Justin Jefferson at plus 105. <laughs> what? Anytime touchdown score. Lock that in. This guy is going to score a touchdown on Sunday. It, there's a no-brainer. That's yeah. plus money, no-brain bet right there. Justin Jefferson is getting in the end zone. I'm a little surprised it's still plus money. For sure. I would think that uh, they would have a two-touchdown prop on him already. Yeah, right, exactly. You know, he's a, no, he, I, I love that play. It's one of my it's one of my best of the week. Justin Jefferson has scored a touchdown, plus money. Nice. All right, should we move on to an afternoon game? Let's do it. 3-25 kickoff at Soldier Field in Chicago. Green Bay versus the Bears. Old rivalry here. Yeah. Bears are still hanging on to a one. One point favorite here. Wow. Are the Chicago Bears. Hey, they took down the 49ers they last did. year in week one. They did. So, I mean, I mean, here we go, a divisional game. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't really know how to look at this one, Andy. Um, I think I do. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Green Bay all yeah, the way. If you no want to bet on this game, it's I Green think Bay. the only way to go, Jordan Love and these young uh, young pack receivers really look great throughout the preseason, Andy. Yeah. They it really is. grew on that repertoire of you know the top three being there. I, I, th- I think the Packers have the better coach in Matt LaFleur. Yes. I think I trust him more to make halftime adjustments and late game decisions. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that Packers money line right now. I think it's sitting at plus 100. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at a plus 105 here. Yeah, um, yeah Matt LaFleur is... Eight and zero outright. There's your money line <laughs> against the Bears. He's yeah. also eight and zero against the spread. Yeah, yeah. Versus the Bears. So just this is a game where you can't overthink it. I don't care that it's in Soldier Field. Um, um, I don't care that it's on the road. This is still the Packers. I know they don't have Aaron Rodgers, but yeah. Aaron Rodgers kind of turned into a guy that. Didn't push the ball down the field that much. Really played a safe game. Yeah. And I think the the Packers can just stay in that mode with their young quarterback because that's basically what. Aaron Rodgers yeah. has been doing the last couple of seasons. For you sure. Know, not taking too many risks. For sure, Andy. And everybody's gonna, you know, pop on our stuff here and say that Justin Fields, one of the, you know, most exciting players in the national uh, football. He's got an MVP. I just I just don't think he's even I mean, I get that I get that he is kind of more proven than Jordan Love, but not yeah. not by a lot. So uh I've seen what he can do. I see that he can score some points, but I really believe Matt LaFleur is gonna figure out a way to put this Jordan Love in very good positions, yeah. and he has young receivers to do it. So I really like the Packers. Give me that plus money on the money line. Uh, yeah, I like the I like the Packers money line there. Over under has moved from forty one and a half was the opening line up to forty three. I don't know if I trust either one of these <clears throat> offenses, but in the NFL, you know, twenty four, twenty three points. 
Yeah. You should be able to get there. You yeah. should be able to get that. No, I believe so, Andy. And I, I got an ending score here of 24 to 21. I really think the Packers get yep. it get it done late. Yep. Uh, and, and, yeah, they're going to – looks like they're going to get that. Past two seasons, the Bears are 2-10 and 10 against the spread in divisional games. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're just playing the over – overwhelming odds you're taking the Green Bay Packers yeah. on the road week one. Like, for all the reasons you said, <laughs> you know, the coaching staff has an edge. Uh, quarterbacks might be a toss-up, even though Justin Fields has uh, MVP lines out on him. Athleticism, man. That's uh, all it is. His best play is much like Mitch Trubisky before him. Yeah. Third and seven, he can scramble and get you nine yards. Yep. That, that's that's the play that lands on Sports Center ho- for the Bears. Yep, and hopefully DJ Moore cuts across the field wide open kind of thing. Yep, yeah. finds him, crosses his body and stuff like that. He he, yeah. he definitely could have an MVP season. I uh, hope so. Very Mike Vick-esque, Mary Cam Newton-esque. <laughs> it's just, uh, no, I, I really hope the Bears can win this. Just don't think they will. Well, you heard the horn. That means we're up against it. Let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. World class in every glass. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. That's Where's the Line, Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by Gibran, the Parlay <clears throat> Pounder. You got it. You got it. <laughs> yes, we talked a little NFL in yeah. that first segment there. I think we need to go back to the college ranks here. Let's do it. Now we got some game film on yeah. some of these teams here. And let's start with a team um, that a lot of folks, you know, in our listening area follow, follow For sure. quite frequently. Um, and that is the Kansas State Wildcats. There they are uh, hosting the Trojans of Troy. Yeah. Uh, Kansas State, they are ranked 15th in the nation. Both teams coming off wins in week one. Kansas State is a 16 and a half point favorite, 92. 92% of the money is coming in on Kansas State right now. Yeah, and I just really think that's a mistake, Andy. I really do. Um, I've seen this a little bit beforehand. Uh, uh, a Tulane team that we're about to talk to because they're playing Old Miss this week and they're mm-hmm. ranked uh, kind of put Wildcats on notice last year when they came into Manhattan and won 17-10 to last year. Yeah. Uh, I, perhaps Kansas State overlooked Tulane last year, but I, I just don't think they're going to take Troy lightly. The Trojans have one of the better defenses that the Wildcats will face all season being in the Big 12. This is one of the best that they're going to face. Yeah, uh, And they have a standout running back that went yard last week against Stephen A. F. Austin. So mm-hmm. I, I just really think that this is a very good team, a very good, you know, Team to kind of you know schedule as a cupcake thing, yeah. and you can see that with the you know the past people that Troy has beaten in the past. I really don't think that they're going to beat Kansas State, but with a seventeen uh-huh. point uh, you know sixteen and a half wherever you see it at, I would really take the Troy, especially if it's a plus seventeen where most books are. Yeah, I like I like Troy as well in this spot. I'm not saying Kansas State's going to drop this game or lose this game, but yeah. I wouldn't be overly surprised. Yeah, um, I am surprised that this line is so inflated. Yeah, especially this early in the season. Troy is ten and zero straight up in their last ten games. Yes, so you really got to look at some of these FC. FCS level <laughs> schools and think, okay, we might need to take these guys serious, right? For sure. Uh, and I think Troy is is one of those teams here. A plus 
532 money line right now on Troy. Yeah, for sure. And like we said, I don't think that's going to happen. The lock of the game here, Andy, is the under. 51.5 points, uh, 52 at some places. It's a stout defense 52. and a strong gr- ga- uh, ground game on both both sides of the ball, Andy. It's going to be churning that clock, especially with the new rules with the clock. Uh, th- in this 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 I, offense for the Trojans racked up 342 yards on the ground last week on 42 yards. attempts. On the ground. So I, I get that they're not playing a Kansas State type of team, but the defense could be about the same. And if they churn out numbers like that, this game is going to end quick, and there's no way that either <laughs> of these teams are going to touch that 52 points. And Troy might be looking at it like, this might be our best path to victory. For sure. But I also don't think Troy's uh, intimidated by a Big 12 school. Check out this little tidbit I just dug up. Yeah. Five of the last five games that Troy has played against Big 12 opponents have smacked the over. Woo! They've gone over. So I don't think they're going to be intimidated. <clears throat> yeah, no, I don't think I, so either. They're also, they're also, the last five games are 5-0 and against the spread on yeah. the road on Saturdays. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really think that a lot of people are getting this wrong right here. Uh, I, I really do believe Kansas State has. It, they're going to win, but I, I really think Troy covers, gives them yeah. a scare, and I believe that under is going to be under 52 points. All right. I, oh, man. Oh, man. They've been... God, college football's been piling up the points, unless yep. you're talking about a couple of Midwestern teams yeah. uh, that we're well aware of. But otherwise, there's been a lot of points scored in college football. So we might have to split on, on that over-under there, but I think we both like Troy covering. Yeah. Kansas State probably gets the win there, but there's no value in betting that money line. For sure. Should we uh, talk about a little Cy-Hawk? Let's do a it. Cy-Hawk action here. That is the Iowa Hawkeyes heading on over to Iowa State. This game's at 2.30 on Fox. Both teams are coming off um, victories. They're both 1-0 here. The Hawkeyes out of the Big Ten, they are four-point favorites on the road heading to Jack Trice Stadium there in Ames. Yeah, Andy. And first of all, I just got to give a huge shout-out to one of our Pierce guys. Uh, scored a touchdown this oh, past week. Uh, yep. Ben Bramer caught a 32-touchdown, I believe. He's a Pierce grad, so I have to give a shout-out to him. That was really cool seeing that. That being said... Uh, McNamara was a big splash for the Iowa offense to get. He was he's a big oh, yeah. name, yep. one of the yep. biggest coming in. But he is not 100 percent Andy, and it didn't look it, it didn't look it either. As he, I think he was kind of hesitant. That was last a weird week. question all summer long that no one was really talking about. Yeah, like isn't he coming off an injury? How it, is he doing? And it, it just it was just quiet. It kind of looked like he was hesitant to explode and use his legs, and I mm-hmm. believe he's going to have to do that to get this victory, especially if he wants to cover. So, uh, you know, Iowa State lost their quarterback as last year as well, and he was very good. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's gone. I don't know. I th- The only thing that I can say here, Andy, is <laughs> I like the under, and it's so few of points, too. Oh, man. It's 36 points, and I, I really don't believe that they're going to catch this either. I mean, what are you, Dabo Sweeney? You're going to throw shade at, at old Brian Barron's? <laughs> they funny. didn't cover it. They didn't get any points either. No. I, oh, well, that's I, what – did you see yeah, that, Dabo? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, I, I I like Iowa to win this game. I just don't think it's going to be very much. I think it's going to be a little bit of a thirteen to ten kind of game, fourteen yeah. to seven kind of game. Uh, I, I like the Hawkeyes, but I love the under. I love the under. 
the Hawkeyes are on a little bit of a run here against Iowa State. What are they, 6-1 and one straight up last seven games? Yes. Uh, and Iowa State didn't have a great finish to last season. No. Um, they, they they folded up the season. Well, Iowa lost to Nebraska. So. Yeah, so not a great, <laughs> not a great ending there. Uh, there is one thing with this matchup. It seems to always be close, Andy. So I, I don't right. think that Iowa is going to be able to blow them out, especially with the type of offense that we know yeah. Iowa has right now. So mm-hmm. I, I, I do like it to keep it close. Iowa probably does cover. I just think that this under 36.5 or 36 is crazy to take, but that's what I'm taking that's in this where, game. That's your best bet for this that's game my is, best is bet. the under. Uh, yeah, that four points there, you know, that's right above the three there. Yeah. You, so you're saying Iowa's going to win by more than a field goal. I, I mean, I this is... This type of rivalry game, it's a field goal. Yeah, yeah. So if I was leaning, I would think Iowa State can cover that. Yeah, um, but at I, home. But I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever. Yeah, because I do think Iowa has a little bit more depth. I think they have a little bit more talent. Better um, defense. Better, de- way better defense. Yeah. Right. Uh, and Iowa State, they might be reeling a little <laughs> bit because they lost some key pieces due to the the old gambling. Uh, yes, the sin- gambling charges. So scenario. If there's any Cyclones listening to this, don't take the advice. Just sit out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't bet on the Cyhawk game, please. We beg you. You're yes, still reeling. You're still reeling. Even if you have your mom place your bets, it's, you, they're still going to figure it out. <laughs> you got to cover up a little bit uh, better than that with yeah. how things are being run. All right, should we move on to another two thirty game? Couple Let's do ranked, it. Couple ranked opponents yeah. here. Uh, Old Miss, Tulane, and we're looking at uh, this game is going to be on ESPN two at two thirty. Yep. Oh boy, Ole Miss is a seven and a half point yeah. favorite. We talked about Tulane a lot last year. They're like our little Thursday night darlings. Yeah, you, you know, in their small conference, and they kept covering for us. And here they are again, another prime opportunity to cover against an SEC opponent here. Yeah, uh, over a touchdown spread. Over a touchdown half. spread. I love it, Andy. The Green Wave throttled a formidable South Alabama defense through the air, averaging more than 18 yards per attempt last week. Hmm. This will be a different story against an old Miss defense that you know has SEC athletes all over the place. It, it's but, in Tulane, though, right? It's in Tulane, I think. Uh, Benson Field, Yulman Stadium? I believe it's Ole Miss, but I could be wrong. Uh, they got the, Tulane yeah, listed no, second. I, you're you're I probably think, right. I think it's in Tulane. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty crazy. No, you're right. You're totally right, Andy. Sorry about that. Um, but um, I, I I think Tulane's defense um, is is very formidable, and I think it's mm-hmm. going to be able to keep them in the game. While you know Ole Miss has offensive firepower, I do question it's if the team is built to win by a margin like this on the road, like you're saying. So, over a uh, touchdown. Over a touchdown. Tulane's offense carried its defense last season, but the D is on the upswing behind a new decent, uh, defensive coordinator in hopes of improving from a bottom third in the terms of you know that league. So, no, mm-hmm. I really like Tulane getting the points here. I, I, I don't believe it's going to be over a touchdown, and they, I believe that they're going to give them a scare. So maybe even look at that Tulane uh, money line if, if you're getting too crazy at it. I mean, what, what I think is going to happen, you have 68% of the money coming in on Ole Miss right now. Yeah. So I think that is going to, by kickoff, by Saturday, you're going to see that bump up to you're going to lose the hook. It's going to get up to eight, maybe eight and a half. Yeah, yeah. I uh, just to try and balance that line out. Then I'm really going to jump on the the green wave. I also like the over here sitting right now at 59. Uh, all those 
point score predictors and all this stuff is is predicting it straight up 33 to 33. So they, they're saying it's a coin toss. So your score predictors are saying it's a coin toss. Your line is saying it's over a touchdown. That doesn't match up. Your predictors are also telling you that it's 66, 69 points yeah. here. And the over-unders at 59? Yeah. I'm smacking the over, and it'll, I'm thinking Tulane's going to cover. It'll be over 65 when it gets a kickoff, Andy. It, it just will be. So if you can find it anywhere in that range, get it now because it, it'll be to 65. So, yep. so I'm smacking the over, and I'm taking the green wave like uh, I did quite a bit last year. I agree. That's what I'm with too, Andy. Now, you, you talked a lot of player props uh, in the NFL ranks, not so much here in the college yet. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm saving some. I got some tidbits for you. <laughs> with the big NU and the uh, Buffaloes coming up. So I will have that stuff for you guys. Obviously, there's a big matchup in Big 12 country as well. Texas taking on Alabama that we'll cover as well. Yep, we'll we'll get into that. That's going to be a lot of fun here. Oh, and there's a horn. That means we're up against it. I also want to throw this little tidbit out there. Yeah. Mississippi has gone over in four of their last five games, yeah. including last week's uh, win form. So I, I just I really like that over and Tulane. They know how to fill it up as well. Yep, that's going to be a good one. Heard the horn. That means we're up against it. So let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Stock and Rod Company, an outdoor lifestyle brand for those seeking adventure. Whether it's hunting, fishing, hiking, they got you covered. Visit StockandRod.com to get your wild game on. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. That stands for Where's the Line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by Gibran. Oh, the Parlay Pounder. You got it. Yes, and we are uh, just smashing through all this football fun yeah. here. And I want to get back to the NFL. Let's do it. Talk about a team that a lot of folks in our listening area follow closely. Mm-hmm. Had a little bit of a downer year last year. Yeah. See if they're on the bounce back with a new coach. A lot of hype, a lot of fun. Yeah. Mr. Payton's already hitting the bong out there in the mile high Yeah, it seems like it. <laughs> so uh, let's. we're talking about the Las Vegas Raiders heading on over to Denver to take on the Broncos. Where the Broncos are the three-and-a-half-point favorite. That line is just inching up. Open up at three. Yeah. Uh, I just, I mean, this may sound crazy, but Denver hasn't beat the Raiders since the 2019 season, Andy. I know. Yeah. Losing six straight games in a divisional rivalry is pretty wild. I just believe, had Peyton, Sean Payton not been named the head coach, would the Broncos be favored by this much, or even at all, in this game, especially after the year that Russell Wilson had. Uh, I mean, they were the worst offense in the league last year, the fewest points in the NFL, and the team still doesn't have one of its key weapons in Tim Patrick back in 2023. Come on, let's ride. Let's ride. (laughs) There's also a good chance that uh, Jerry (laughs) Judy misses this game as well, Andy. I know, I know. uh, I I really like the Raiders. Give me that hook at plus three and a half. I I believe that the Broncos do win. It's going to be a late drive by Russ, and they get the field goal to win by three, you're still getting that hook with the Raiders. So I really like the Raiders. Uh, I might even look at that Raiders money line because I just do not believe in the Denver Broncos just yet. I think a lot of this has to do with Sean Payton, the hype and his offseason media tour. Uh, His daughter is is a sports gambling guru now, I think. For sure. She's over on FanDuel TV or something like that. Uh, Along with those six wins, right? The last six times they played, the Raiders have come out on top. Yeah, 6-0. 
they're also 4-0 the last four games against the spread are the Raiders yeah. over the Broncos. I mean, every way you slice and dice this, other than it's in Denver. Yeah. Uh, you got to be looking at the Raiders here. Yeah, I do think you got to be looking at the Raiders. And not only that, Andy, Jimmy Garoppolo's ability to manage games yeah. is, I think, a, is a far better upgrade for the Raiders uh, than Derek Carr, who threw a ton of picks last year for the Raiders. Yeah. I know that he was trying to get wins and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, but he was still beating the Broncos, yeah, throwing all those picks. <laughs> Jimmy G gets a lead. We've seen this a million times with the yeah. 49ers. Yeah. They get a lead. They do not give it up because this guy does not turn the ball over. And I think yeah. that's what's going to need to happen for the Denver Broncos to win this game is a late-game turnover or something crazy happen. Jimmy yeah. G does not let that happen. Give me the Raiders. Uh, give me those points. That's a fantastic point you just made there and the more you look at that three and a half you'd really do like the hook there for, yeah. the, for the Raiders what about this 44 and a half it's moved on up to here the total I mean if you just mentioned that with uh, how stagnant Denver's offense have been yeah. Judy might be out or he's at least going to be dinged up you also got Jimmy G a prototypical game manager and I'm yeah. saying that in a negative way but that means he's also going to just give it off to Jacobs, which is probably their best offense anyway. Yeah, for sure, Andy. Uh, I, I'm going to stay away from this over-under. If I yeah. had to lean, I would okay. bet the under, but I do not like betting NFL unders. It just yeah. doesn't really work it, out for you a lot. But I, I, I'm scared quick. of this over, just like you said, of that stagnant Denver offense. Mm-hmm. And if, if, uh, if Oakland gets any amount of lead. They are not going to turn the ball over and they're not going to, you yeah. know, score fast. So I, I, I would lean the under, but give me those points for the Raiders. All righty, should we move on to the Sunday night Let's game? Let's do it. A lot of fanfare here. Yeah. This is another divisional game. A couple uh, old rivals squaring off here. The yeah. Dallas Cowboys are heading on up to New York, East Rutherford, New Jersey, to take on the Giants. And the boys are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. That line has also moved up because uh, I believe it opened up at, yep, two-and-a-half. Yeah, and and I'm seeing even three-and-a-half by now, Andy. A whole yeah. bunch of Dallas Cowboys yeah. fans it's throwing money on them. Yeah. Um, um, it, the, the, it, am I am I taking crazy pills? Is this line wrong as well? <laughs> am I looking at a playoff team versus a not playoff team? Uh, yeah, it, that's kind of what I'm looking at. I mean, the Giants are 13 and four <clears throat> against the spread. Yeah, um, last year, and they have gotten the better of Dallas, right? Yeah, last couple times I met for sure. Yeah. This is a home team getting points in Week One in prime time. This line, when it's between three and three and a half, like I said. Look at it. This this is this is a good spot for people right here, especially even get at three and a half. Because even if the Cowboys do make some you know late game thing and only beat them by a t- uh, field goal, you still got the hook with the half a point. So yeah. I, I love the Giants. I love. I, I have a really good best game prop for this one as well. Saquon Barkley to score a touchdown is minus one ten right now. Okay. This guy will get in the end zone. Yeah. He's there. He's yeah. he's there one and done. He's there everything. He will break one for forty, and mm-hmm. also he's going to be their guy at the five yard line too. So Saquon to score minus one ten, but give me those points for the Giants. I mean, when he's at his best, he's also their best receiver. And to your point about this line being a little cattywampus here. Yeah. Divisional home underdogs are 7-0 and against the spread in Week 1 the past five years. Well, the past five years are 7-0. and Well, Andy, I, I just don't see what's <laughs> going on here. They are the home team. If this line was flipped, it should be where it's at. Mm-hmm. It should be a minus-three line for the Giants. 
And also, another thing that I'm going to talk about, Dallas Cowboys. I don't think going from Kellen Moore to Mike McCarthy is going to turn out to be a good move for Colin Plays. I just just don't see it. I just really don't see it. I'm a Cowboy hater. I've been... Always been said to be that, but give me a home opener during primetime. Give me the home team getting points. Love it. Yeah, you got to like that catching that. What, three and a half now three and is a half. what I'm looking at consensus. The open, hook is there. Open up at two and a half. Yeah, you even got the hook as the cushion there, that half point. Uh, that over-under, uh, it has actually gone up a full point yeah. here from what I'm seeing on across most books here. It's opened up 45 and a half. Yeah. Now it's at 46. That might be a spot where you're looking at the over. Yeah, no, definitely. I I, I think I do like this over. I'm not going to say that the Dallas Cowboys don't have pieces to score points because they obviously do. Mm-hmm. They got Dak, they got CD, they got Tony Pollard. They got really good position yeah. players like that and, and a really good defense, Andy. So, uh, yeah. th- So that is one thing that I think is factoring into this, but I really think Mike McCarthy calling the plays, not going to be a good thing for him. I think he's going to hand that off in week three if he doesn't get fired by then. Oh, jeez. Uh, I really like the Giants in this one, so I might even look at that plus money there at the money line. Boy, you're bleak. You're bleak on the, the, the move there. I did like Kellen Moore, and I thought, you know, he's scoring a lot of points. Yeah. You're getting rid of a guy that's scoring a lot of points. That's but what it is. When you don't mesh, you don't mesh. All right, well, you're going to love this and another divisional game with yeah. a divisional home Underdog, that is Monday Night Football. The Buffalo Bills are going on the road. They are playing the New York football Jets. Yeah. The Jets. Now, this actually opened up as the Bills a one-point favorite. Coin toss, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's moved all the way to two and a half points. Now it's kind of creeping <clears throat> up there. All that uh, off-season talk. The Jets always generate that, don't they? They A little more this year. Yeah, a little more this year. Yeah, they got a quarterback or something like that. Um, But, okay, so here we go. Monday night, Bills two-and-a-half-point favorite against the Jets. I would really like this to be three-and-a-half, Andy. Yeah. So I could take the Jets uh, (laughs) with with more, you know, with more, you know, confidence. But Mm – the New York Jets were able to split their two games with the Buffalo Bills last season mm-hmm. and almost won both outright. So, yeah. I the the de- the Jets defense is legitimate and that's yeah. what what the whole thing was with the Jets. We need our guy to be able to pick up the slack on the other end of the ball because the defense is there. Everybody saw that with another year of experience with that defense. I think they're only going to get better. These young players like Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall, they're yeah. <laughs> uh, the Dalvin Cook, right? The Dalvin running back. Cook. Dalvin Cook. That the, I mean, the Bills have an okay defensive line that should test the weakest part of the Jets team, which mm-hmm. is the offensive line. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm really, um, I'm really excited to watch that matchup. The Bills defensive line versus this kind of new offensive line that's kind of ragtag, uh-huh. trying to uh, you know protect Aaron Rodgers. However, I think the offensive line concerns are a bit overblown. You know, going on hard knocks and all that sure. kind of stuff. So yeah. the Jets should be able to do well. Aaron Rodgers in Game One as a Jet. I believe, should dominate this defense. So I really like this as kind of a shootout. I get, Give me the Jets. Give me the Jets plus money plus spread. Give me them both. Yeah, you know, and, and I'm going to go along with you on that. Uh, uh, divisional 
home dog. Yeah. Give me a break. Wing, week one, uh, I usually, you know, you hate the and, and you we, hate the New York teams. <clears throat> but uh, right here, this is a different animal now with Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Uh, you also have, I think, my, what might be the best bet is this under. Yeah. The Bills have gone 7-1, and one, hitting the unders their last eight games. This is with Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. This is with Stephon Diggs and all mm-hmm. these fancy weapons. But it, they, it just gets inflated so much. It really does. Mm-hmm. It's because of players like that, like you said, Andy. But uh, I, I believe we're talking about this on Thursday right now, Andy. Um, by the time Monday hits, I bet the Bills are a four-point favorite. Probably will be. So you could wait. You could wait on that, and you might want to sneak in because right now I'm looking at Jets money line of a plus one twenty-two. Yeah. If that point spread gets moved up a little bit, that yeah, money plus one fifty plus one seventy-five. This could be a real. And then I also think the point spread's probably going to continue to creep up yeah. here. It's been holding pretty steady at forty-six and a half. I think everyone agrees that the Jets' defense is legit. Yeah. And the Bills is pretty solid. It's they pretty have, solid as well. Been, they've been pretty solid over there. No, I agree. But this might be a good place for a little trifecta here, three and one, where you're taking. The money line, the point spread, and the under. <laughs> I like the under. Yeah, no, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh, argue with you on that, Andy. But I, I really do believe the Jets are kind of a new thing here, uh-huh. and I, I hate to say it because I like this Bills team so much. This Bills teams look to be regressing a bit as they want to see Allen stay in the pocket a little more. Yeah, and I just it's not his strength. That's not how he plays football. Mm-hmm. You've seen it so many times with these mobile quarterbacks. Once you try to do that to them, it, it, it's the end of their career. Not the end of their career, but the end of their prime years for right. sure. Being that dynamic and for everything sure. else, and and now yeah, you're making them do something they're uncomfortable with. Exactly. Uh, the, the Bills are the best when Josh Allen has 300 yards passing, 75 yards on the ground with a couple touchdowns. Yep, yep. One rushing and two passes. Exactly. Yep, yep. Well, you heard the horn. That means we're up against it. We're taking the Jets over uh, the Bills in just about each and every way. Might want to wait a little closer to kickoff because we're probably going to get a pretty good line special with it being Monday night. Night football. People are going to be loading up. Can't wait to For get sure. the last bets in uh, of the opening weekend in the NFL there. Yeah. You heard the horn, so we're up against it. So let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. We've been enjoying one of their new beers, the Pickle Fight. Uh, a little bit of an ale with that pickle flavor, briny flavor, and I like pickles, so I love it. It's so good. It's not a joke. It's a real beer. It's the Pickle Fight. Head on over to their location, get one. You're also seeing in a lot of... Uh, uh, grocery stores and uh, convenience stores across Nebraska. For now. sure, Andy. And it's the best beer you could ever have to make a Bloody Mary with. It is the best beer for that. I'd have to agree with you on that. I've, I've <laughs> had a couple of them. I'm guilty. I love it. I'm guilty. Nebraska Brewing Company, world class in every glass. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL, Where's the Line, Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by Jabron, oh, the Parlay Pounder. <laughs> you got it. We're back. <laughs> and we're talking a full slate of NFL and college football. Yeah. We got more college football on the way, being Nebraska's first and only betting show. We got to talk Nebraska. And guess what? This is another week where you can bet on Nebraska in Nebraska at a sportsbook. There you go. You can't do that at home games, so we're not all the way there yet. But we're almost there. We're almost there, but we got to take advantage of the situation. We, we got can. to. We got to. Uh, with that in mind, uh, we're on a little bit of a heater there. You know, all great things can't last forever. <laughs> Jeez. So we got beat up a little bit. Let's go over <clears throat> hits and misses yeah. real quick. 
Um, and we'll just start off with the obvious one. LSU is a two-point favorite yeah. on the road to FSU. I was high on the Tigers thinking the revenge factor was there. For sure. And they could clip FSU, uh, Florida State, you know, by a field goal. Uh, boy, that didn't happen at all. 45-24. to 24. <laughs> Yeah, kind of ran them out of the stadium, Andy. Yeah. And this is the kind of stuff we were talking about. You know, even on the NFL level, you don't want to take – <laughs> you know a road a home a home dog yeah. you know you yeah. want to take a home dog yeah. you don't want to take a road dog you favorite. know favorite yeah. so no especially when they're both ranked you know they're going to be good teams mm-hmm. you think that home team has the advantage always and we we weren't yeah we didn't think about that uh, week zero preseason, you weren't uh, too worried about the, some of these inflated point spreads, yeah. but boy, did that catch up. Colorado, sure. TCU. TCU was a 21-point favorite, I think is what you got it at. Yes, it was. Uh, and boy, did Colorado cover that. <laughs> I think they actually won that game They outright. won outright. <laughs> yeah, would have loved to have that money line right there. Uh, yeah, Colorado looked good, especially against yeah. a Big 12 defense. So hopefully we can slow them down a little bit more than this and don't give them 45 points. Now, we did save a little face uh, with the Nebraska-Minnesota game yeah. because you said take those points all day long. For Nebraska sure. should be able to keep it close. You might have thought Nebraska could have pulled off a victory there. You might have bet a little money line. But yeah. we both said the point spread is your best bet. Uh, Huskers. Uh, as excruciating as it was, yeah. they easily covered that game. Probably should have won it outright. Um, no I doubt. believe it closed at eight. Yes. Maybe even eight and a half. Of course, they only lost by three. Yeah, for sure, Andy. And everybody in the country knows that we should have won that game. Didn't happen, but uh, yeah, uh, hopefully on to greener pastures this weekend. There you go. So with that in mind, let's uh, look ahead once yeah. again. And we're talking about all the buzz here. A couple of ranked <clears throat> big-time opponents yeah. uh, squaring off in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Texas Longhorns are a seven-point underdog to Alabama. And wouldn't you know it? Nearly 80% of the money is pouring in on Bama, covering that seven-point spread there. Jabron, where are you at? Well, Texas covered last year's game as yes. a 21-point do- yes. underdog, Andy, uh, and only lost by one point to Alabama 20-19 last year. Yep. Uh, one thing I do want to look at, players to watch here, uh, Texas quarterback Quinn Ears, uh, if Texas wants to reach the lofty goals that they have set for themselves, obviously as a national championship contender, a college football yep, playoff yep, contender, yep. Uh, he has to improve as a downfield passer. The Longhorns have far too many weapons in the passing games with uh, Xavier Worthy, uh, Jordan Whittington, and A.D. Mitchell for this team to struggle moving the ball. Uh, it, it, it just didn't... I thought they would light it up against Rice last week, and they really didn't. And you know, maybe maybe Texas was keeping a little play calling vanilla ahead of this huge thing with Alabama. But I really would have liked to yeah. see them kind of get rolling in time for this game. Not show them a lot, but at least get those. You don't have to show them a lot, especially when you're playing Rice with these good of receivers. Yeah. So I, I really would have liked him to open up, go vertical passes on uh, some of this Rice stuff because that's what they're going to need to do against Alabama. Yeah, you know, they scored 37 points, took care of business, but didn't get anywhere close to that over-under last week against yeah. Rice. Uh, set at uh, 59 points, so didn't get close to that. They're also last seven games against the SEC. <clears throat> Texas is only 2-5. and five. For sure. You know, and I know they had a chance to win last year. Yeah, they did. Um, but you, they still dropped that game at home, right? Yes. Uh, to Alabama. Now the Crimson Tide 
gets him at home. However, and they're I not going to be overlooking him this time. No, no, not at all. And uh, seven points, it, it's probably going to move up. So I mean, if you're if, if you're on the Crimson Tide right now, is the time to do it because yeah. I think this is going to get close to nine, maybe ten points by uh, by Saturday. But yeah, what you were just saying, Andy, Texas is only one and four against the spread as an underdog mm-hmm. under this coaching regime. So yeah. the only one that they actually did win was being a 21 point dog with Alabama last season. So I, I I really I really do like Alabama in this uh in this one and the whole thing is Alabama's defense. This is, unit is likely going to be among the best in the mm-hmm. entire country. Uh I, I I really think that uh Texas is going to find it hard to move the ball against this defense. Yeah, and Texas hasn't necessarily been lighting it up uh as of late and also Alabama the under has hit yeah. nine of their last games. I think that Alabama defense is going to give Texas fits. Yeah. I'm looking at this line moving up from 57 and a half. It's probably going to get closer to 59 once again. I'm probably going to like the under. Yeah, no. The I'm un- like by myself betting the under every week. <clears throat> no, the the under in this game, Andy, is good to down to 55 points. I really like the under, especially if it's getting anywhere close to 60 points. I'm taking the under on this. I think it's all day. If the Crimson Tide are able to generate pressure without sending extra players to blitz and packages that could allow the team for more. You know, I I, I just really believe they're going to be able to slow down this this quote unquote high flying offense for the Texas Longhorns. So I I really think the under is going to hit. I believe Alabama wants to play a muddy game in this one, really Mm -hmm. show their grit to Texas and, uh, you know, keep it low scoring. So I really like the under. I like Alabama by seven, too. And that total is moving down. You mentioned you saw it at 55, is what you you got it at? No, I'm saying it's good all the way down to 55 or, you know, 54 and a half, whatever you want to see it at. Yep. I think it's it's moving down. So, yep, get it sooner than later if you like the under. All right, let's move on to the game, the headline game, the biggest game of the weekend. So much yeah. intrigue. This is also the highest-priced game as far as buying a seat. This yes. is just freaking bonkers. Yeah. This is the 0-1 Nebraska Cornhuskers taking on the 1-0 mighty Colorado Buffalo. You might have heard they got a new coach. Yeah. Uh, they got some new uh, star players. Actually have three. Sanders. Sanders. <laughs> Sanders. Uh, yeah, Davis. Uh, they got three. Prime. They got three guys. Um, in the top 10 as far as Heisman hopeful votes right now. It's just unbelievable yeah. the, the run that Colorado is getting after just one win. I get it. It was a big win. It was a team that played for the title last yeah. year. Um, and so give them all the credit in the world. But I can't believe Folsom Field uh, is the toughest ticket to get in college football, but it is. That's yeah. the reality. No, it they in all offseason, this is all Colorado is trying to do is make that a very overpriced ticket yeah. for Nebraska fans to go out there and watch this. So, uh, you know, damage is done. Uh, but now it, it seems that people want to actually go and watch Colorado. That wasn't the case before. Right. So, no, th- this betting line for this game has nearly moved to 11, 11 points since last Saturday. Because yeah. we are over a touchdown favorite, yeah. Nebraska, before last Saturday. So uh, with, with Colorado being a three-point favorite right now, over-under sitting at 59, um, I, I I just don't really know how to look at this, Andy. I, I just think that <laughs> minus three for the Colorados is just too good to pass up. You, you think Colorado can cover that three at home? I really do. Uh, I think I saw it all the way up to three and a half, and I, I think our, our handle tweeted that out. It was at three and a half. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this line opened up in June. Nebraska was an eight and a 
half point favorite. For so sure. the, the big red roller coaster is already in full swing. Here yeah. we go. Uh, big time point spreads like that uh, and just swing. You have 83% of the money, though, coming in on Colorado. And when it gets that lopsided, what usually happens? The opposite. Yeah. And I do feel like if, if this wasn't such a rivalry game and Colorado buying into their own hype right now, this would be a spot where I think Nebraska could get them. But it's really hard to look past how inept Nebraska's offense was. You know, you yeah. were pretty high on that offense going in. You were I was. buying into Jeffrey Sims and everything else. Uh, what would you say is the our only touchdown was off a broken trick play where he just Uncle Rico threw it in the end zone because the guy exactly. was all by himself. A f- a fumbled <laughs> halfback pass back to the quarterback where it miraculously ran landed back into his hands. It could have been a touchdown the other way for all we know. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, and then the receiver wasn't covered, but yeah. it, it was the same old Nebraska. You know, we get down in the goal line, penalties, interceptions, fumbles, all yeah. that kind of stuff, and we were in control. We were in control to win that game, and we yep. still let him come back and do it. Yep. I don't believe we're going to do that with a with a you know. A high fine offense like this, like we said, we don't know how good TCU is. We don't know how much they were. Obviously, didn't return what they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's all going to be about that defense for the Huskers if they show up and can play and can keep us in reach to get to this point. That's going to be the thing. If we can limit their scoring and stay in the game, that's the only way Nebraska can win this. I know Matt Rule said, uh, I don't want to hear, you'll never hear me say start fast or get off to a fast start. You know, he wants to be a, talking about finishing games. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm telling you what, you got to be able to take that first punch from Colorado because they're going to come out swinging. Yep. And you're missing your best D lineman, targeting, another dumb penalty, unforced error, <clears throat> you know, kind of after the play was decided, he lowered his head and put it into the quarterback where everybody's eyes were at. And he's going to have to sit out the first half. Um, so that's going to kind of open the door a little bit more for that Colorado offense, missing our best bull rusher yeah. over there in Ty. Um, and, that, you know, look to the defense, too, for Nebraska. What was uh, Heinrich had that pick in the end zone. Yep. Dropped it. Dropped it. You know, so everybody, it's like all those Nebraska games from the past five years, there's enough blame to go around. So the offense can't point at the defense. The defense can't point at the offense. They all just hang there and said, ah, we're in this together, and we did it again. Yeah, for sure, Andy. And I'll give you a really, you know, a prop prop bet of the game or a best bet of the game for this for me, Andy. Let's do it. And the Husker Nation is going to hate me, but – there's an alternate spread on DraftKings right now at plus 190 where the Colorado is minus 9 to win this game. Uh, there's definitely a world where Colorado offense continues to buzz and scores 30 to 40 points and mm. Nebraska's offense doesn't come out again. It, it, you know, and you know, Colorado wins 35 to 17 or something like that. There's definitely a world where that happens and yeah. covers that 9-point spread. So I like the plus 190 on DraftKings right now that my goodness, what a swing. Colorado can, yeah, I know. A big oh, swing man. for me. That's my bad, folks. You know, and I, God dang it, I, I want to look at the under again here, but the it's shifting <clears throat> upwards. It's it's going to get north of 60, isn't it? Yeah, it is, for sure. It's going to get north of 60, and I think you're going to have the majority of the money coming in on that over. Yeah, I think so, just that Colorado can score a lot of points, and we really don't know because Colorado's defense is not very good. It's no. it's still sitting in there. No. Uh, so it could be a coming out party for Jeffrey Sims as well, as, as long with Sanders on the quarterback side for Colorado. 
Well, you know what? Everything you said there, I kind of agree with, but I'm telling you what, I hate that everything's going into Colorado, yeah. so I'm taking the point. Woo! Give me that three in the back pocket. Come on, Huskers. Yeah. Lose by one, lose by two. Break my heart again, but cover for me. They've been doing really good at that last couple of years for me. For sure, Andy. And if you <laughs> and if you wait for Saturday, this this line is going to yeah. be inflated. It's going to be over three and a half, so wait till you get the hook for Nebraska. If you're on the big red, wait go. till it's at three and a half or four to take that because it will get there. It will definitely get there. There's going to be so much money on Colorado this weekend. If you have a little faith in the Huskers to cover by a field goal or even win, that money line is going to keep on creeping up until Saturday. So if you're on the Huskers, get it right before game time because that's going to be the best spread. There's going to be so much. It's a big noon kickoff on Fox, 11 o'clock kickoff, so be watching that. I'm 100% agreement with you. So much buzz about Colorado. The books can't keep up with it. Can't. Um, I can't wait to jump on the Huskers because I hope it gets up to five. Yeah, and if it, it does that, uh, I feel really good about that. Yep. So, well, that'll about do it for us this week, folks. Be sure to follow us on ESPN Tri City Radio and their Facebook page. We have those short little videos you like to put out on that. Also on Twitter or X, formerly known as Twitter, <laughs> uh, we're all over that, giving out daily picks and fun little videos. And our YouTube channel. Once again, thank you to all you guys out there that follow us on that, that watch those videos. Yeah. Uh, we have over 2,000 subscribers. Woo. If you are so inclined, please subscribe, like. Yes. Uh, I love the comments, even the ones that are really dogging us after the fact, usually. Right. But I still love it. The love interaction it. is always good to see in here. And we also got the daily free picks over there on TikTok for all you TikTokers yeah. out there. For Joe Braun, the Parlay Pounder, I'm Andy Klassen. Thank you for listening. This has been WTL.